0: Welcome to Sideways Passes, a Tottenham Hotspur podcast with an eye on the future and an intent to better grasp and remember the past. Overnight, I was watching an NBA game from the 1970s. It was an Invisible game where a developing Milwaukee Bucks team beat a Chicago Bulls team that was trying to become something. And in the game, there was a bizarre play late in the third quarter with an argument, and both Chicago, both the Chicago head coach and assistant coach getting quite upset, what had happened was there was a technical foul call. There was a technical foul called, and instead of it being a technical foul over somebody saying something... Or, um, you know, say, saying a, a twelve-letter word at one of the officials, something like that. You understand those technical fouls. This was more of an actual technical technical foul. Chicago was given a technical foul for having six players on the floor. I said, "Huh i I'm a bit of a I've been an NBA fan to an extent for much of the years of my life i I think what I'm going to do is roll back the videotape to see, did the Chicago Bulls actually have six players on the floor? I didn't know if I could tell. I didn't know if there would be a screenshot where I could actually see if there were six men on the floor instead of the permitted five. And at one point I got to, uh, okay, there's five and there, there there's six. There are six players on the floor. The video told me there were six players on the floor. All you had to do was run the videotape back and stop the screen at the one point. I can't remember if you could actually see the six players at one time or you could see the... S- See five players, and the next screen, you saw a sixth player. So I don't remember if it was you saw six players on the screen at the one time, or you could see five, and then the sixth flowed into the screen as someone else disappeared. But it was something on the, it was easy to tell from video review. Chicago had six players on the floor. Easy to tell. Easy to tell. Spurs lost a goal today by Harry Kane as offside was ruled by video audio by by, uh, review. By video review. And When you see the picture of the ball being kicked and the location of Kane and the location of the defenders, it breaks down to what's the definition of offside again? Is it the player? Is it the player's foot? Is it the player's sleeve? Is it the player's this? Is it the player's that? And it became rather obvious. It became rather obvious that this play wasn't obvious and wrong in almost every sport. That is the goal of video, uh, visual audio review. Visual audio review is about finding plays that are obvious and wrong. Obvious and wrong. (coughs) Very few people will get seriously upset if there is a visual audio review and a play that is obvious and wrong gets changed. The Kane offside, to me, with my biased person glasses on, it looked really like Kane was even with the second player. It looked like he was even. And if he's even, then you're not calling it. It was overturned after much rejoicing, and the, the goal had been put on the board, and Southampton was about ready to kick the ball back into play. Southampton was not objecting. audio uh, visual review is supposed to change plays that are obviously wrong this one looked fine it looked fine it looked close but um that's that's not the premise of Audio review, a visual review. Spurs-Southampton ended up 1-1. Spurs did not play well. They trailed 1-0 after a nice goal by Southampton. About, what, 20, 25 minutes in? And Harry Kane scored a penalty right before the intermission on a second yellow to a Southampton player, which meant Southampton played the entire second 45 minutes plus five with only 10 men. And Spurs didn't take advantage enough. They didn't score. Well, there's the Kane-reviewed, goal that was taken away and it ended up being a 1-1 draw which at some point eventually may be a very negative result for for, uh, Spurs. Visual review is supposed to be about obvious stuff not I'm going to try to insert myself into the game and change the result. On the tactical side, Doherty, Matt Doherty, is a homegrown talent who Spurs are trying to turn into a usable player. And... I did not get to listen today. I thought I was going to be able to listen. I was unable to listen. It was on... I I could have listened if I was overseas. But I was not able to listen stateside. So I ended up having a different game on. And I was unable to follow what was going on very well. Doherty is a right-footed player. And he is still somewhat troubled using his left foot. And that came into play a number of times. It's one of those results where people are treating it as if it was a loss when it was a road draw. Treating a loss as a road draw Can be a bad thing. Southampton is down near the bottom of the table. And Spurs should have won. Spurs did not win. But. When fans start to get upset. Very upset. Verbally upset. About a draw. Treating a draw like it's a loss. That's a step in the right direction. There were some things that Antonio Conte did that people were mentioning as, this might have been the first one that he cost the team something. And hey, that's going to happen. That will happen with any coach. And there it goes. Getting one point when three were available would have, the three would have been better than the one. Conte did not have his best decision making. Possibly, possibly someone more creative should have been brought in at halftime with a 11-on-10 situation. Much of the Tottenham offense is switching from Defense to offense. Other team has possession. Spurs take possession and run um, running back the other way. That's where much of the Tottenham offense comes from. And when that happens, it's fantastic. When it doesn't happen because the other team really didn't have the ball a whole lot in the second half, It's frustrating, but it's a different type of frustrating than some sorts of frustrating. Yeah, one sort of frustrating isn't a whole lot better necessarily than another sort of frustrating, but it is a different sort. Um, Today's was not the result Tottenham wanted. Hopefully there was some learning that went on. Hopefully, the game against Watford on the 1st will be somewhat more acceptable. And (laughs) hopefully, I get to hear more games more. Um, Yeah. The, The result wasn't what was wanted. but it's better than getting nothing. Getting one in the standings is better than getting none in the standings. And when there was an egregious, a seemingly egregious mistake by um, review, you don't want to live on Coulda, woulda, shoulda, didn't. However, if you have a situation where coulda, woulda, shoulda, didn't happens, but there is a reason for it, that's better than coulda, woulda, shoulda, didn't, but there was no reason for it. The result wasn't ideal. The result was better than could have happened would it Southampton played a fantastic game defensively in the first half. They frustrated Tottenham. And when the other team plays well, acknowledge the other team played well. They got an early goal. They played aggressively defensively and kept Spurs off their game. They kept Spurs off their game and acknowledge this specific match will not be the reason that Spurs don't get hardware. People might point to this, but this game will not be the reason. Live, learn, get better. Live, learn, get better. Hopefully, Antonio Conte learned something today. I know I certainly did. I certainly learned something today. I learned a couple of somethings today. And the knowledge makes me more knowledgeable not only regarding spurs, but also a couple of other things. Not an ideal result. If you're having a non-ideal result in a road match and you still get a point in the standings from it, life could be worse. Thanks for listening to Sideways Passes. I plan to have another podcast up tomorrow. I have no idea what it'll be on, but we shall see. Have a great day.